It's Erin. And Nicole. Welcome. To Dude That's Fucked Up. A podcast. For your ear holes. Mm. And your buttholes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just am uh, picturing somebody putting a AirPod in their butthole. <laughs> I also call AirPods Air, air buds. Does yeah. anybody else call them that? I don't no, know. Probably not. I don't know. Because it's like earbuds, AirPods, earbuds. Airbuds. And then it's like. You remember the yeah. the movie with the golden retriever mm-hmm. that played basketball? Totes. Okay. I feel like that movie was full of uh, jock jams. <gasps> oh, let's get the soundtrack. Oh my God. The Airbuds soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Grammy award winning shit right there. <laughs> you know what? Jock jams are a genre of music that. I feel like doesn't get enough respect or play. Yeah, that's fair. No, well, it's not a thing right now. But maybe with that cheer show on Netflix, it'll it'll come have back. a comeback. Yeah, Ugh, love Jock Jams. Oh yeah. Well, any business? Um, no. Okay. Go to the website <laughs> dtfupodcast.com. That's we have always a Patreon. A we have a Patreon. If you're like into that or whatever, Patreon.com/slash dtfupodcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Check that shit out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything fucked up this week? I have one that might be a good segue. Well, I think my fucked up is just uh, the research that I did for this episode. Yeah, this is going to be a fucked up episode. Um, I'm in a bad headspace right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just like getting to the end of these notes and was like, oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight for like, sure. I was just like reading and reading and I was like, I, I can't anymore. I yeah. can't do this. No, I know. Well, I mean, we're just, I think we'll minimize stuff. I don't want to go over all the gory details. No. People might like that, in which case I would refer you to other podcasts and we'll talk in a second. That's like a really fun one and also like gets into the minutia. Uh-huh. So we'll just skip over that part and just try and keep it fucked up light. Yeah. We're, f- we're fucked. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, the world is fucked up. Yeah. And there's really things that are on a, I think a spectrum of fucked up. And this mm-hmm. is like the real fucked up shit. Yeah, totally. Like this shit really happened. Uh, and it's not fun. No, it's not fun. It's hard to make jokes about this topic. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, therefore. It's clearly <laughs> physically upsetting me. I'll, you're not going to get any McCorgs in this episode. <laughs> McCorgs? <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, uh, it's a, this is a intense episode. So, if you're. Yeah, if you're squeamish or oof. like easily upset, it might not be for you. But yeah. if you like that stuff, which I think we have a large, uh, if this is a Venn diagram, most of our audience sits in the they like this stuff. Yeah. So. Maybe you've been waiting for us to cover something this fucked up for yeah. a while, and you're like, when does this shit get good? Oh, my God. It's fucking bitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We can only take so many butthole jokes. Yeah, come on. Where's the murder? Where's the grime? Yeah. This is it. Yeah, it's, this is it's, it. It's happening. Oh, my God. Get ready. Well, my my fucked up thing is relevant to all this, but I just found out today that the you know the show Mindhunters? Yeah. Which is so good. And season two was so good. It's on Netflix. Maybe it'll come back, but I think um, the director is just like too busy right now. And like the writer or whatever, the creator, he's just like too busy. Ugh. So he's like, I can't really do this right now. So they released everyone from their contract. So it's sad, but maybe they'll come back. But this is going to be, so we're in the 70s. That show's about like FBI 
um, psychological profiling that comes in at the end of this. It's all around the same time. Yeah. It's about fucked up serial killers. Today's episode's about a fucked up serial killer. One of the most fucked up serial killers, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard to say. He was very gross, but he didn't kill he as was, many. Like, there's like more prolific serial killers, sure. right? So this guy, uh, we're talking about Richard Chase. Yeah. The vampire of Sacramento. Oh my God. Ugh. So he, he was like a hybrid uh, spree killer and serial killer. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. This man. Whew. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a drink real quick because I just took a big big gulp. Gulp a big gulp. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It's because we're drinking like super nice wine. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna just put a straw on it. Yeah. Chug it. Yeah. One of those twirly straw, like the loop de loop ones. Yeah. A little, little sippy straw. Yeah. Um man, you guys. Okay. Just before we get into this, mm-hmm. I just wanna say. Yeah. We don't really talk too much about true crime, I feel like. I mean, we do. We have like a, a like a broad spectrum of things that we talk about. It's not our focus. Not our focus. We want to we never want to limit ourselves. Yeah. Today we are talking about a serial killer um that I do believe many podcasts have uh covered. Sure. And we're just t- this is our take on it. Yeah. And it was this is a good reminder that like we do keep track of everything that everyone pitches us mm-hmm. ever like via email via the website via facebook messenger via the facebook group like uh-huh. if you pitch us a topic we always write it down mm-hmm. we um, save it in our slack yeah uh, and we refer to it as it, needed as needed yeah, yeah whenever we're like we need a topic mm-hmm. we'll we'll pull we'll pull one out of the the suggested topic yeah uh channel that we have it's like a fucking suggestion box it's great so anytime you have a, a pitch for a episode yeah send it our way because this happens to be one that yeah. i think a lot of people have suggested actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that being said we're we're getting into it we're gonna yeah. talk about this shit yeah and it's gonna be disturbing yeah we're gonna not talk about a lot of details no. uh, of the murders because you know what? Eh. I don't care about that part. No. Honestly, that's the gross part, and it makes me have a chicken skins up my back, and I don't. If like you that. want the details, there's like I said, a million podcasts that have covered this that would be more than happy to share those details with you. Oh my god! Special shout out to last podcast on the left because best. Oh, the best. The the they have a two part episode on this serial killer and. Both are very funny, but very dark also. But, you know, they do such a good job on, like, their research and all that stuff. Uh, Also, shout out to Wikipedia, (laughs) who helped keep me in check, keep me sane when I was like, I can't handle these details anymore. I just, like, go over to Wikipedia, and it's a little quick summary, (laughs) and I don't have to read the gross stuff, uh, and that's nice. Uh, And then for me, I'm following along a timeline on... M A A M O D T dot A S P dot Radford dot E D U. This is a uh, Department of Psychology like summarized timeline that one of the students did, I believe. B U T T H O L E dot H E R F F dot C H U D dot net. Clown penis dot fart. Yeah. There's all there's so much information out there. So many podcasts yeah. that you can go 
you know, if you if you're like fuck this shit, I yeah. don't want to talk about. This. I don't want to hear these bitches talk about this. Well, listen, the topic's gonna be like not original, and maybe it's one you've heard before, but the jokes are gonna be fresh, bitch, because that's how I roll. Okay, and that's how you roll. That's right. Fucking, we're making our own jokes. We have our own insights. We have our own thoughts. So stay tuned for those. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> you might already know the story, but we got the fresh jokes. We got it. I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's get into it. Woo. The vampire of Sacramento. Fucking, I'm calling him a sackpire. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Sacramento vampire. It's Fucking <laughs> bring those two words together. He's a sackpire. It sounds like. A vampire that only sucks blood from ball sacks. I love it. I honestly, anytime I should think be a of thing. Sacramento, I only think of ball sacks. Yeah, sorry, because people call it sack town. Because <laughs> it smells like a sack. No, I don't know. Who's it's great. Sacramento's great. I think it's uh, it's because it? it's short. Yeah, okay. it's great. It's because it's the short shortened word, but you can't help but think of a fucking smelly sack. Yeah, it's true. Or a hacky sack, which is which is worse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where follow the white people dreads, that's what's worse. God. All right. Let's start. Okay, yeah, we haven't even started. We're we're ready. Okay, Richard Chase. He was born. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. In May of nineteen fifty. Okay. Cool. In Sacramento. In Sacramento. Uh Richard Trenton Chase. Mm-hmm. Born in Santa Clara County, California. Sure. Great. Uh, he was, uh, started out fine, it seems like, but then mm-hmm. by the time he was 10, some shit started going off the rails. I don't know if he was ever fine, you know what I mean? No, it's yeah. like, yeah, he, around the age of 10, they found out that he already hit the McDonald trait Powerball. Bam, bam, bam! <laughs> <laughs> um, which means that he was wetting his bed, torturing animals. And setting fires. And setting fires. So the McDonald, uh, trait or the McDonald tryout is like the the there's typically three things that and those are the three things like and if you have all yeah. three of those it's like well you're a serial you're, killer well, something's wrong it's more like if you're a serial killer you most likely have those things mm. I don't know that everybody who has those things is, is a, a serial, serial killer fair, it's yeah. one of those things it's a question on the LSAT so. yeah <laughs> use your reading comprehension you really gotta <laughs> suss that out you know what I mean it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. wait uh, yeah this is this, but this is not this. It's like a fucking tricky Jeopardy question yeah, or some shit. Exactly. Oh um, yeah, he did. He something was happening when he around ten years old. This yeah. is uh, all all bad, red, big red flags. Yeah. Um, and he also, I guess, started uh, smoking weed at a pretty young age. Oh no! Which your brain's still developing. We've talked a lot about this. Yeah, you don't want to slow things down. Mm-mm. You want them to go at the normal rate, mm. but. Yeah, he got into some drugs too early and take vitamins, not drugs, kids. <laughs> Don't know. drugs are bad. <laughs> uh and so then he was he was having some issues. His family also was having some issues like it was divorce. Like, yeah, his parents I think they got divorced a little bit later, but they were always fighting. Oh, okay. And like by 1950s standards, like I guess his dad was kind of an asshole. I don't know if he was like super abusive, but by 1950s standards, like it's like of the say? time, like didn't say I love you probably, and like yeah, wasn't like super like there. Yeah, no, he was just like I, you're a, you should be normal, and yeah, that was like the 
that's like the pressure that, that was you the, don't want. Yeah. And it was like, well, what's normal? And like, yeah. this kid probably could have used some uh, early childhood development, uh, you know, interventions. Yeah. But nobody knew what the fuck any, anything was in the 50s. So Also, who knows if it would have even helped. You know what I mean? True. Like there was already a lot of things going on. Well, he definitely would have been on medication. He definitely yeah. would have like, oh, today, been yeah. seeing a therapist. Yeah. So, but back then, no such thing. And if oh you God. were seeing a therapist or taking medication, it was a huge, huge stigma, huge issue. Yeah. Families did not do such things back then. <sighs> Nobody was proactive. Nobody was helpful. So yeah. he's just uh, trying to muddle through a childhood and teenagehood and the, the angst. The angst. And, you know, things are rough as they are. As It's the 60s. As it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he starts experimenting with other drugs, rather, you know, not just pot. He's Like psychedelics and yeah, shit. Getting into yeah. acid and whatnot. That'll fuck your shit up. Yeah. If you already are predisposed to some mental illness, might not be a good idea to break your brain anymore. That's why yeah. I won't do psychedelics. I'm no. scared that. Like I'll just completely rewire and never be the same. Yeah. That's my thing too. I already have like, you know, some... I have brain things happening that I don't need. It's like poking a bruise or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what the fuck happens. Your brain is very powerful. You don't want yeah. to fuck with it. No, and I don't want to. D- How awful would it be to do something and then completely like change the course of your brain? Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, I could have just not done that yeah. and been okay. Yeah. But also on the other hand, people say like if you've done acid or like psychedelics, sometimes your mind can open up. In a way that you never knew was possible in a positive way. In a positive way. But who's to say? Who's to say? I'm not going to ch- I'm not gonna chance There's it. There's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I feel like my brain's pretty open. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So stuff is already, it's not good. Yeah. Not great. He, he's, uh, he, it's starting to become clear that he cannot really be on his own yeah um well yeah i mean and that becomes clear when he starts saying that he's a walking corpse yeah he's like i'm a dead person and his parents are like no you're literally alive <laughs> oh no that's not <laughs> what's good? this fresh hell that we yeah. get to deal with <laughs> they like keep finding like animal corpses oh. and their house has almost been burned down several times oh and my then god they're like and they have to fucking change his piss sheets every night and they're like you're 17 man yeah he thinks he's 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 got all kinds of stuff happening and this is this goes back to one of our earlier episodes yeah the Cotard syndrome mm-hmm. um which we did an episode on i think it was, that was 108 yeah it was episode 108 uh and it was we called it i be dead people <laughs> <laughs> that's a sixth sense reference you're welcome <laughs> oh hi baby franks <laughs> To know I show up, did you? <laughs> we need the levity so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be taking a lot of uh, quick little pit stops. Yep, yep just to yep. not be so upset by this. A lot of palate cleansers. Um, yeah, yeah. So he most definitely had Cotard syndrome. Yeah, or I don't know, maybe not a full blown case, but he definitely had. Yeah, had something. I happening. think they've like post diagnosed him with that yeah like it's like oh based on like all these things he was saying and doing it's well because it aligns it's pretty rare and um i don't know that very many people were diagnosed with it no um in especially in the 50s yeah so yeah um 
Yeah, so he has he's starting to develop some severe mental health issues. Yeah. Um, and nobody's doing anything about it, really. They're just, like, trying to – everybody's trying to get along. And then stuff starts going off the rails a little bit. Oh, my God. Well, he thought his bones in his head were moving around. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, he – like – Oh, my bones in my skull are moving from the front to the back, side to side, left to right. <laughs> Two hops this time. Clap your hands. Everybody clap your hands. Uh, well, yeah, he started um, getting into trouble, like, at school. And yeah. he got arrested for possession of weed. And then he, um, after he graduated high school... He, which amazingly he did. Um, he enrolled in the American River College, and he maintained like okay grades. He got like C's. C's get degrees, kids. Oh, ain't um, that the truth? And he was always doing drugs, like all through college mm-hmm. or through that time. Through his early like development. Yeah, like yeah. eighteen to twenty-one years old, he was doing. Lots of lots of drugs. Yeah. Well, um, maybe sooner, but then he was like, for sure. Into, yeah. He was like, yeah, Full really blown. into it. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, it, he, like I said, he started getting in trouble a little bit with the law. Yeah. And so he started seeing a psychiatrist um, because he had erectile dysfunction. Now, this is a thing that had plagued him for a very long time. Um, I think he was in high school, like, he had friends. Yeah. In college, he had friends, and he was, like, had a, you know, decent social life, and he was also hooking up with girls. Like, girls were like, hey, what's up? You're yeah. cute. But he was not able to perform. Like, he his dick was not working. Yeah. And so, I... It was all going hand in hand with this mental health struggle that he was going through. Yeah. Now, if we stopped right here and said, okay, he went to a psychiatrist, got help for his whatever issues. Yeah. And all, all of the issues. All the all issues. The above, A through D. Then great. But yeah. But that's not what happened. Oh. He was briefly seen by a psychiatrist. Um, there was all kinds of other stuff going on that the psychiatrist was not able to handle. They were just like, you got a lot more going on than just erectile dysfunction. Like, I mean. Who's supposed to handle it if not the psychiatrist? I don't know, but I guess they were like, you got this, this, and this happening and tried to like refer them to, you know, him to do more things. Yeah. Not into it. Not into it. He's a fucking teenager. Like. Yeah. Of course he doesn't want to do all that stuff. No. That was like around when he was 18. Mm. And this is, you know, this is the 70s or the or late 60s. Yeah, late 60s. So nobody's really into this. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about it. It's it's a miracle that he even went to a psychiatrist at all. Yeah. Um, well, and his dad was probably like, you don't need to be seeing that nut doctor or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, who knows? But I think it was bad enough, like, at home and in society yeah. like him being in the world was like this is a ticking time bomb like his yeah. parents knew and they were like okay we need to figure this out so <sighs> he had yeah he had like a fucking lethal cocktail of like upsetting issues that just were like compiling yeah 
And he was just clearly, I mean, if he wasn't being treated for them, they're just like, like festering, you know? Yeah. There was, and, and it's like his, his parents knew that there was something was off and they did not know how to fix it. They thought just going to psychiatrists, it would be like, bing, bang, boom, we're done. Like, and that was not the case. Like you actually have to put in work when there's this much happening with a person. It's, like, one thing for, like, if Jack a year from now when he has, like, a better grasp of language was, like, I'm dead, you'd be, like, haha, that's funny. But, like, 15 years from now, if he Mm. was, like, I'm dead, you'd be, like, hey, um. Let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah, we need to, we're going to go to a doctor today and just, like, do some tests. (laughs) I mean, and that's the thing. It's, like. Nobody really knew how mental health worked. And people don't want to admit to it. I mean, like, you see the same shit with, like, Dylan Roof and all all these people who later in, you know, the 2000s and shit are doing these awful fucked up things and their parents are, like, still coddling them and don't want to admit that there's a problem. And it's like, well, if you're not – if you, the person who's closest to this kid, isn't going to help them – Things are going to get fucked up. Well, and it's like at the time, these people were in a place where they could do something. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like privilege behind the like uh, the idea of getting help. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people just aren't able to access True. it. And that is because of the stigma that has been built up for yeah. so long uh, on so many levels behind mental health. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is a just red fl- a, ba- a barrel of red flags are are building up here for this this kid. Oh my god! And then you know he reaches twenty one. Yeah, he moves into a house with a bunch of roommates. Yeah, and it's like you know when you're twenty one and you're living with a bunch of dudes, it's disgusting. Like yeah. everybody's gross. Everybody's just like. A mess. Well, also, he was just, like, doing a ton of drugs. I think he was selling drugs. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like... Who's to say, you know, who, well, what, what the... what the? Yeah, you but you're just, like, oh, everything's probably normal. This is well, just, like, right. a guy who just, like, has been on a bender for three days. Of course he hasn't showered. Of course yeah. he's kind of stinky and weird. His brain, he's, like, frying his brain, and he's probably high right now. And, like, you know, people let that shit slide. Yeah, but... I've been in some fucking gross houses, dude. Oh, same. Our friends all lived together in college. Dude. And I went on a road trip with some other friends up to their house, and it was just a bunch of dudes living in a house. It was... it, It was probably okay, but, like, today, would I go in there and stay the night there? No. But was I staying the night there and, like, definitely doing it with one of the guys? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't flinch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And But today, well, I did kind of flinch after. I was like, oh, no, was this a good idea? Dude, I don't want to poop here. I had a boyfriend who was essentially homeless in college. <laughs> <laughs> and when he finally moved into a apartment, yeah. I use quotes. Air quotes. It was a basement that should not have been uh, any sort of a dwelling yeah like fire codes (laughs) and three dudes lived in there and the ground was perpetually perpetually wet and it smelled so fucking bad in there ew and i definitely had sex in that oh no basement apartment like yeah 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 you had to that's where you have sex i lived (laughs) 
I lived for about a five-month period because I couldn't stand it any longer than that with two other girls in a one-bedroom apartment. All of our beds were in the same bedroom. Oh, my God. It was – we. granted, we were girls. Our apartment didn't smell gross. Yeah. But like – Just a lot of Victoria's Secret uh, body yeah. spray. Mm-hmm. Love spell. Uh-huh. It worked. And <laughs> – Everybody came under a spell when they walked in that apartment. <laughs> But there were nights when we'd all start farting in the one room and there's no like fucking open window. You know what I mean? And we're just like farting into our old – like we weren't washing our sheets as much as we should have probably. Things are gross. You're young. You don't know. That's what what I'm saying. It's like everything kind of melts into a – Right. Like a – a pudding of of college. You know, fucking pudding. (laughs) You know? So – No, that's the best description. It's like – Oh my God, but you're so right. It's like, what's the sheen on everything in here? That's the college pudding. You yeah. know what I mean? And there's a weird smell. And every, it doesn't matter. It's a pudding smell. You could have candles lit. It's it's a pungent pudding, you, you know? Get, that's what that Nag Champa's trying to cover up, but it's not working. What's that? Incense. Oh. oh. Um, I hate incense. Oh, I used to love it, but it's it's not the best anymore yeah. for my, my sinuses. Talk about a hacky sack. So yeah, uh, everybody's doing drugs. Everybody's like being gross. It's yeah, college, whatever. Um, and I don't know. It's just uh, it's gross. It's gross. Even his roommates were like, uh, he's like grosser than us. Somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think the reason they finally thought that is because he was just like naked all the time, yeah. which is like funny if you're smoking weed. But they were doing psychedelics and stuff, and I feel like. You know, what's worse than, like, fucking seeing balls on like acid? Like, getting the wah-wahs while you see a fucking dick with a huge bush. Like, with, like, some fucking... wah wah, wah, wah. <laughs> With, know. like, some dangling nutsack and, like, yeah. every wah, it's, like, going back and forth like a fucking... You know, like, one of those hallway clocks where it has <laughs> that big swinging thing at the bottom and it's, like... And you're just, like... Am I high or are those balls hitting? Are they going thigh to thigh? You know? (laughs) It's like, these balls are fucking sack, sack, sack. It's just, oh, gross. You know what I mean? Okay, so he got got so fucked up on drugs, on whatever, being in this house with these roommates that he started, like, boarding up his room and his closets. Yeah. And his roommates were like, dude – we're just trying to chill here yeah. and we're studying and you're just boarding up your room and it's not not chill vibe <laughs> no times coming from this room. So can you get the fuck out? And he was like, nope, I am not. And he was just naked, spreading Fucking- hands behind his head. And they were like, okay, well, somebody needs to go. And he's like, yeah, I That's guess you. so. <laughs> So he literally just stayed there and his roommates moved out because they could not get him to leave. Oh, my God. So they all moved out and then he couldn't. But it's like, okay, it's not even fun. Like, oh, my God, you guys, let's build a fort. It's like. No. This is like, I got to. My nutsack, Tweedledee and Tweedledung are telling me I got to board myself in this room. (laughs) Like it was like it was. It was weird. Yeah. Like it was not not no. a not a cool time. No. It was not chill. It wasn't like he was trying to hotbox his room. It was like, I don't know. He was he just yeah. went off the rails. Oh my god. So then his roommates move out. He obviously can't hack it alone, you know, paying rent by himself. So he had to move out of this apartment. 
and he had to move back home. Yeah. And they were like, listen, uh, his parents were like, what's going on? And he's yeah. like, I think things are bad for me right now. Which I'm like, this is the, this is where I'm like, okay, good on him. You know, like finally he like reached out to someone and was like, things are bad. My like skull is shifting and I shaved my head so that I could see. Yeah, so that I can make sure my bones don't move in the middle of the yeah. night. Like, like I'm keeping track of my moving like tectonic plate skull. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, okay, well, I feel like we can't ignore this. Yeah, well, and also he, he at some point along the way, I don't know if it was in high school or college, he got it in his head that um, he needed more blood in his system. Yeah. And this all goes back to his um, – his time, it, well, it's it's been an ongoing thing of where he's impotent, where he mm. can't get a boner. Oh, because it's alleged that he heard, like in health class or something, yeah. that like you get a boner when all when the your blood rushes, penis, your penis fills penis. with blood. Yeah, and he's like, I don't have enough blood. Yeah, his he's like, that's the problem. Blood is not going to my penis, yeah. therefore I don't have enough blood in my system. Yeah, this is like a working theory. I think that. It's his. It's his. Yeah. This is why. Stamp TM. Stamp copyright. <laughs> it's not a real thing. No. That's not how this works. No. At all. Um, so he wanted to, he got it in his head that he needed more blood in his, his bloodstream. Yeah. So he was trying to get that blood any way he could. He started by drinking like the blood of birds, oh. rabbits, whatever. Cats. cats. Neighborhood cats. Yeah. At one point, though, and this is around the time he had moved back in with his parents, he had injected the blood of a rabbit into his veins. Oh, God. And got blood poisoning. Oh, well, yeah. And had to go to the hospital. Yeah. And that's when everything was – and he had already, you know, been on this – he had been going down and down and down, and he was like, I think there's something wrong with me. And then his parents were like, yes, there's definitely something wrong with you. And then then he got this blood poisoning situation Uh. and was in the hospital and then had to be checked into a psychiatric hospital. That blood is poison. (laughs) I see you injected from a rabbit. (laughs) That shouldn't be in your veins. It's not the same species. <laughs> it's driving you insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he fucked up big time. Oh yeah, my but gosh. he was just he whatever was going on in his head, he just was like, I need to mainline blood into yeah. my bloodstream so that I have more blood. What's the fastest way to do that? Putting it in my veins. I mean, smarter than drinking it. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes more sense. Sure. You give yourself a rabbit blood transfusion. Except that's not how that works. He's right. lucky he didn't die. Yeah. Well, maybe he should have. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in the psych ward and... Yeah, did they check... Oh, okay. Did they check him in? A- they checked him in after this appointment. Or, like, after he almost died. They're yeah. like, wait, so how'd this happen? And he's like, oh, like, rabbit blood. I, like, did it my own transfusion. And they're like, hmm, uh, red flag. Um, We're going to... We're going to have you, Come this we're going to institutionalize you just for a hot minute. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and No, he, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. And so he, uh, he's, well, you know, he's just, he's having a real hard time here. Yeah. Um, 
But good. He's getting help. Yeah. He's on medication. Mm-hmm. He is diagnosed with schizophrenia and like, yeah, uh, there's, you know, he's, he's getting some care. Okay. So he's institutionalized. It's 1975. He's 25 years old. He gets his first nickname, Dracula. Yeah. How? Well, okay. This is how he gets this nickname. He's, you know how they have car beds? Well, his is shaped like a hearse and he loves it. And he's like, I'm dead. And people are like, oh, Dracula, you're so funny. No, I'm just kidding. He. (laughs) He was still trying to drink blood. He was fucking catching birds on his windowsill. Breaking their necks, ripping their heads off, drinking their blood. Yeah. And people were like, okay, I'm fucked up, but I'm not that fucked up. Yeah. It was like a little, like, uh, he was treating these birds like they were like little shots. Like, just Or like, remember those little wax bottles that, like, in candy stores where you twist off the top and then you, like, drink the, like... Yeah. It's just sugar water. Yeah. Sugar water. Sugar (laughs) water. (laughs) Um, Yeah. He's just treating them like their little... Like, gum, yeah, yeah just uh, like, like those little um chocolate filled booze bottles, yeah, yeah little gushers. <laughs> Ugh, oh god! And people it. are seeing this and they're like, "That guy needs to leave." And and this isn't a psych ward, mind you. Yeah, like meanwhile, he does not need to leave. He needs to stay there indefinitely. So all the other patients that are there, are yeah. like, oh, that guy's Dracula. We're gonna call him Dracula. So literally, that's his nickname Could, for oh my the rest god, of his life. Could was, you imagine being the butt of the joke? There, like everybody's has shit going on, you know. But yeah. every, but they're all like, no, like this guy. I know I'm bad, but like that guy's bad. Yeah, let's all fucking bully him. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. It was all, it was all bad. So he's, yeah, he's, he's institutionalized, and then yeah. he gets out. Um, yeah, because within a year he had been medicated, and actually he started to regain some balance. Yeah, they wouldn't because, just let him out. Yeah. They're like, we're medicating him. Yeah, this is he's doing better. He stopped killing birds and drinking their blood. Yeah, we we diagnosed him. Yeah, we know what's going on with him. Yeah, here's the medication that he needs to take, Mm -hmm. and we will now release you. Yeah, and he was released into his mother's care because by this time I think his parents had divorced. Yeah, and um, he got home, hung out with mom for a bit, and she was like. You don't need those pills. Fucking doctor mom. You have me. (laughs) Mother knows best. Well, he was 25 years old at this point. Yeah. And he's very much an adult. And I think, you know, stuff gets weird when you're at home and you're like, maybe you have the, you're, you're, you have wherewithal finally again for the first time in a long time. And you're like, well, I'm an adult and. I don't need help. And it's because you have the medication that you have like this clarity. Right. I don't know. But the thing is the medication's giving it to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you fall into your old patterns. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, mom, don't come in here. Yeah. I'm naked. or what? And then it's like, okay, well, I may be loaf. I'll see. Come downstairs in 25 minutes. <laughs> also, don't forget to set the table. And yeah. you're like in all. Yeah. And you're just like, honestly, maybe that's how he snapped. <laughs> He's just living back at home with his mom. (laughs) Probably. Oh, my God. But then, yeah, so he gets off his medication, and then it's probably weird at home. And then she's like, you know what? Go get your – let's let's have you move into your own apartment. Yeah, you're fine. 
and his parents started to just like he's living on his own he they're paying for his groceries because he can't get a job like yeah he's never had a job he has no ability to function in a workplace Mm -hmm. um, let alone regular like normal everyday life yeah um and again not taking his medication no diagnosed with schizophrenia it was being managed and then it wasn't yeah and now he's on his own oh no so well and at first it was okay because he had some roommates Mm. and then but the same thing happened probably because he was like had his dick out all the time and they were like i don't like this so it's like then he just ends up and he's alone again. So this is the thing I was noticing when I was doing research yeah. on this is I feel like this man is responsible for people having the attitude that drugs are bad. Like it <laughs> makes you have mental illness or something. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and and this is like such lazy hot takes about all about all life. Um People think drugs are bad, mentally ill people are murderers, and people who leave their doors unlocked (laughs) deserve to get murdered. Like, these are all takes that happen because of this man. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, don't do drugs. Don't be mentally ill. Don't leave your door unlocked. Yeah. Oops. I'm just saying, like, he kind of set this, like, very... He is like a poster child for all these things that interesting that people have very bad takes about. I also feel like I feel like uh, uh, maybe I'll save this for later or okay. I'll save how hot my take is for later. <laughs> okay. But I do think he definitely I mean, clearly looking at all of this, his parents failed him. The system failed him. This man as a child had a lot of bad things going yeah. on. And like I'm not saying what he does later is Mm -mm. like okay but you know it's like clearly this person everything failed him and he ended up where he ended up yeah he still made some bad decisions we'll get to those well very quickly i mean he's like he's like a tornado that has a brain (laughs) with fingernails yeah with fingernails (laughs) and he just starts wreaking havoc oh so yeah he's he's living on his own with roommates whatever yeah but they uh, move out, and then he's just by himself. And it's like, that's not good for someone who is schizophrenic. You know? Like, there's no one there to kind of help balance. No. Yeah. Or, or to be kind like, of hey. Can it ground you sometimes? Yeah. Or, or to... Or, or to, notice. Or notice, That yeah. things are not... That things are going off the rails. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, or to call the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, there's a lot of dead pets in this person's apartment. Um, yeah. You might want to come over here. No. No one's seeing any of that. Mm-mm. So he's on his own, sort of. Yeah. And he, I think he, like, lived with his grandma for a while. Mm. That didn't work out so well. He goes back home. Nobody can, nobody can handle him. I think his mom gave him money for a car. Yeah. And, and his mom eventually kicked him out. Yeah. Because he was, like, torturing their pets yeah and she was like "Mm, you can't stay here anymore yeah so he's which again wrong response yeah he's been bouncing around from place to place for a very long time yeah uh this is like now we're in like the mid 70s here yeah late 70s yeah late 70s he's uh he's 27 yeah Yeah. 
he had a conservatorship that was placed on him, like mm. where his parents, somebody was required to take care of him. Yeah. Or to like, you know, make sure, like check in on him as much as possible. Oh, sure, sure. Like Brittany had with her dad. Yeah, exactly. And that, ex- that expired when he turned 27, I believe. Oh, no. Um, it's just a whole mess of things happening at the same time. Yeah. So he, uh, he was, he needed to like, make money somehow because yeah. his parents like weren't required to keep taking care of him basically. And so that's when the mo- his mom uh gave him uh she gave him like some money to go up to Washington uh Washington state. And she also gave him or I I think she gave she bought him the car as a Ford Ranchero wagon. Oh. And um, he, he like kind of took off to Washington state. He fucking, and he was doing like ranchero shit. Yeah. You know, like the ranchero stuff. I don't know what a, what a, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think a it's Ford a truck. Ranchero is probably a sweet ass wagon. I mean, it's a wagon. It's a fucking wagon truck. It's like one of those trucks. It's like a Pinto probably like where it looks like an El Camino. This should just be a car. <laughs> yeah. But then someone cut the back off. Or like when Subaru made the Brat. Remember that one? <laughs> no. Da Brat? Da Brat. <laughs> Wait, what's the song she sings? Da Brat. Functified. That's her song. Will you sing it? I don't know how it goes, but I know that that's a title. And she, I feel like she's wearing either a shirt, a hat, or she's holding a cup from In-N-Out in the video. Oh. Like with the palm trees? Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Oh my God. Fucked fat. <laughs> well, this guy, so he has his uh his car. Yeah. And he's um he's in Nevada now with his car, driving yeah. all around. He's doing he was fucking he was ranchero shit. He was in Washington, then he went to Nevada and he is basically living out of his car, bopping around, and he is stealing dogs. Oof. He is going to, like, dog pounds like and stuff. Like, kill shelters and shit? Yeah. Just, like, I'll adopt this dog. Yeah. And he's um, getting these dogs and drinking their blood. Killing them and drinking their blood. Again, to replenish his blood because he needs to get his dick hard. Ugh. The worst reason. <laughs> I mean, never kill a dog. Like, no, your dick's are, not worth a dog's life. We're not even worth a dog's life. Like, yeah, no. I, the best human being on the planet. Dogs are still better. Agreed. <laughs> we don't deserve them. I held a tiny dog today. It like, I was in this office and they allowed dogs and there was like a big dog and it was cute and it was sweet and I petted it. But then I went and sat down and this little tiny ass dog runs over to me and just like looks at me and I'm like, I have to pick it up. Yeah. Like it wants me to pick it up. And I picked it up and it just like cuddled with me and was like scratching its little face and then like looking at me and wanting to lick my face. And I was like, what if I put this in my purse right now and take it home? Would anyone know? I wanted to keep it. Oh. It was so cute. Baby It looked like a baby Yoda too. I was like, oh. baby Yoda dog. <laughs> Me likes. Or oh. however Yoda talks. You know, it's like backward shit. I need more wine. Hang on. <laughs> we got more wine. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's he's in Nevada. Yeah. He's uh, doing ranchero stuff. Doing ranchero stuff. 
stuff. It's 1977. Um, he is at... Pyramid Lake in Nevada. Okay. Which sounds creepy as fuck. I don't know where this is. It sounds like it's down a a real sketchy dirt dirt road (laughs) in the desert. It's like a swimming hole. Yeah. (laughs) And he gets pulled over by the cops. And in the back of this ranchero. Oh, my God. They find a bucket full of blood. Oh, my God. And a bloody liver. Oh, my God. And they're (sighs) like... Sir, <laughs> explain yourself. He's like, don't touch that liver. That's my liver. And they're like, where did you get this liver? And he's like, a cow. <laughs> he fucking mutilated a cow. He did? Yeah. He ripped a, he like killed a fucking cow. Oh my God. I thought he just like picked it up at like a fucking no. butcher's shop or something. But no. yeah, that makes more sense if he had the blood too. Yeah. He like killed a fucking cow, ripped its liver out. Oh my God. And like put it in a bucket, and just had it in his car. Oh, my God. And they tried to arrest him, but they were like, oh, wait, let's call this in and see if this is real. And then they're like, oh, it is a cow liver. You're free to go. (sighs) Red flag. Why is this man driving around in his ranchero with a cow's liver in the back? You know, it's like, (sighs) let's ask the hard questions. Why? What is your intent? There are things we need to know about this situation in order to move forward. Do you know what I mean? That's right. Nolan asks the hard questions. And honestly, they're not that hard. Well, and this is Critical like, thinking. Again, this is like a thing that's just not on anybody's radar to do to do a, a, a psych assessment. When you – now we – I think police officers do that. But also it's just like what – like it's just that thing of like – in improv, it's like ask if someone presents you with a piece of information that's weird, call it out. Mm. I'm sure there's not a lot of people driving around Pyramid Lake with like a cow liver in a bucket in the back of their car. It's like, why do you have this? Like, what? It's okay to ask that question. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you don't look like you're a butcher or yeah. a medical professional transporting yeah. an organ. Even if <laughs> you know. even if you were wearing a lab coat and it said veterinarian on the side and you were like a, g- getting to a transplant, I still would ask the question because you're in a ranchero. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I still I don't, don't know, know what the fuck yeah. this car looks like. Listen, I think it looks I'm not like a car person. Remember that Aztec? Yeah. Or I think it looks like the Baja. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was like what the brat looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what the fuck? What? It's like, just ask. It's okay. I mean, right? Cops. He's another white person, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's like, a white dude. Ooh, they're like, here's the key. Hey, although he was like gross and dirty. Yeah, it was like past the time of hippies, though. So yeah. I don't know. We're creeping up on the eighties. Everybody looked really fucking rough in yeah. the seventies, you yeah. know. Even the cops. <laughs> Everybody looked like they were in a porno. They had yeah. that mustache and gross sideburns. Everybody was like just very unkempt. Everybody had like. That thing where they don't trim their mustache and it and like it hangs goes into their, their mouth, mouth and Ugh. it's all like yellow with food in it. Everybody and it's like was musty. <laughs> it's like trim your mustache, put out your incense. Ugh. And they just are like talking with a cigarette in their mouth, like, and it's just like bopping up and down all the fucking time. And, and they have everybody, like one dead tooth. Yeah. Everybody had a fifth of fucking jack in their pocket. Like, yeah. It's just. Bleh. 
And they're all fucking each other because it's the 70s and it's like, think better of yourself. Yeah, nobody cared. Everybody was like, you got a fucking liver? Hey, how are you going to cook that liver tonight? Hey, I got some onions in the back of my truck. I love a good liver and onions. Wait, do you? No, God, no. Oh, I thought you did. I do like pate, though. Um, But anyway, so nothing happens. I think it tastes like a skin mark. Oh, I love it. Uh, They let him go. And this motherfucker then goes out and buys a gun. Like, right after this. Honestly, it's like, I mean, I guess he's a white dude. So he's like, hey, <laughs> I feel like they're like, fill out this form. He's like, I'm dead. Can I have gun? And they're, they're like, like, what do you mean you're dead? And he's like, I don't know. I feel dead. And they're like, oh, you should have a gun. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Just needed a little more clarification. Oh Got it. Oh, my God. So he gets a gun. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I think I might need to kill somebody. Oh, no. Yeah. So December of 1979, he killed his first victim. This, we're getting to the killings now. Oh, I've been finally. putting it off for a long time. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to do that. Uh, so <laughs> he literally just drives by this house, and there's a guy getting groceries out of the car, and he just shoots him and kills him. This yeah. man's name was Ambrose Griffin. Yeah. He literally just, like, drive by. Yeah, he was just, like, him. yeah, he didn't, he, uh, psychologists later would say, like, oh, that's how, like, serial killers test the waters. They do, they do some fucked up shit, but it's not fully what their pattern will emerge to be. It's, like, right. little baby steps. It was, like, a baby step. And right. he, they just shot this guy. His whole family was home. He was, like, help me. And they're, like, oh, my God. And, like, it was, Yeah. It just was like a drive-by. Yeah. And he left. He yeah. didn't stay. He didn't try and get blood or anything. He just he. I don't even know if he knew that he killed him. I think he no, just No, it like, was like, yeah, he just was like pew, pew, and like went. Yeah, he knew he shot this man, but he didn't He didn't know yeah. what actually happened. Yeah. Well, this man died, and then, so that was his first, like, t- I mean, he had been escalating for a long time, honestly. Oh, yeah. He His baseline was just drinking blood, drinking blood, whatever, and then- <laughs> He he got a gun and really, it, he it escalated. It things. I get it because it's like he was killing animals up until this point, and it's like they're only they only have so much blood. And also, it's probably pretty hard to kill and drain a cow like on a regular basis or like a big animal. Yeah, I mean, not if you live in Sacramento because. I mean, well, or like this was or Nevada. even Nevada because it's like I don't know. Well, it's like there's like farms and shit. Yeah. But, you know, ranchers, actual ranchers, not just ranchero owners, come out, you know, with their shotgun and like, what are you Get doing? Get on my property. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's scary. So he's like, oh, fuck. But anyway, yeah, I could see why it would escalate to a human because you're like, oh, the vol- there's more volume of yeah, blood. Yeah, I, I feel though like. Than a kitten or a puppy. Yeah, he, uh, he was testing the waters. He wanted to see like what was going to happen when he shot somebody with a gun. Yeah. And he found out real quick. Yeah. Um. So... Then a couple weeks later. Yeah, literally two weeks later. He tried to break into somebody's house. Yeah, a woman's house. He was trying to, he tried to enter this woman's house. Uh, He tried her front door first, then mm-hmm. her windows, then her back door. But she was standing at the back door because she heard somebody like f- fucking trying to get in her house. And she was just standing there. Looking in his Dude, eyes. Dude, this is literally one of my worst fears. <gasps> That's, that you'd hear something and like, 
pull the blinds open and someone's just there looking Dude. at you. Oh my God. Same, same. Worst fear. Oh my God. And he's just standing I've had there. nightmares of that. I hate it. I hate it. I don't even want to think about it because. We're like know. someone's far away. Like you peek through the blinders and someone's far away. And then you're like, oh my God, did I just see that? And then you peek through them again and they're right there. Fuck that. <gasps> I don't like that. Oh my God. So she, this woman he sees him. Yeah. Like, trying to break into her house, but I he. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. And then he just walks away. He takes off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, okay, this is wild to me because, like, later he would tell police or whatever doctors that he talked to that he didn't, like, try harder to get into this woman's house. And some other houses that he tried to break into were, like, the doors were locked because he felt like that was a sign that that wasn't the house he was supposed to break into. Yeah, because he was a quote unquote vampire. Yeah, <laughs> because he was a vampire and like you have to. He be wasn't welcomed in. in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but here's what like this. Let this like serve as a reminder to lock your doors. And here's my hot take slash rant. Okay. Because I never understood people who like would brag about like quote unquote living in a place where we don't have to lock our doors. Like you have to lock your doors. Wherever you are. Yeah. Because there are some fucked up people like this fucking Richard Chase, the vampire of Sacramento. Also Sac-pire. just like announcing that to like the oh, general yeah. public. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, hi. If I'm like a tourist fucking robber, just like making my way through this town. If I'm like a sticky Make bandit. Making my way down to- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If I'm like fucking Vanessa Carlton, but like a fucking Joe Pesci version of Vanessa Carlton, and I'm like casing places that I want to break into later, and you're like, oh, and like I feel so safe here because like I don't have to lock my doors at night. No, bitch, lock your doors at night, lock them during the day, lock them all the time. Because, okay, not everybody's a Richard Chase, but guess what? Teenagers are awful. As an ex-shitty teenager, I can confirm this. <laughs> okay, Aaron can confirm this. I cannot. I was an, a perfect angel. Um, angel? Whisper, whispering, whispering angel. angel. That's what we're drinking yeah. right now. It's like bougie-ass rosé. But like, teens will break into your house. Oh, yeah. They will come for your oxy. Now that weed's legal, they'll, they'll come for your weed because they don't have the money to buy like the good stuff. You know what I mean? They'll take your grandmother's jewelry and they might even take your like fucking Polaroid to take their fucking hipster ass pictures to take pictures of and then post to Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, teenagers are shitty. So if anything, lock your doors to keep the teens out. Yeah. And that includes your own teens. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If they don't have a key, they're sleeping outside. Like, you can make major money developing a liquor cabinet that actually keeps teens out. <laughs> like, with a fingerprint. Like a safe room? Yeah. Like, it's like a safe room, but it has alcohol yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a wine Yeah, retina scanner. A wine cellar that also doubles as a bomb slash yeah. safe room. Love it. Bomb bomb shelter slash safe room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Ugh. But money. Yeah, but there's wine in it. Yeah. And well, probably and cheese and cracker. Like it has that and pate or whatever. You keep, you keep a mini fridge in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has, but you it has. You think I haven't thought about this? <laughs> also, tornado shelter. <laughs> Any emergency shelter. Any emergency. Emergency drinking, emergency yeah. tornado. Oh I my God. Know. If you have a bad party, you just like go lock yourself in there. Well, I don't want to get trapped in there. No, no. Well, you wouldn't get trapped. You can get yourself out. That's true. But, like, you can keep an eye on the party, and when everyone's finally oh, left, you, you can Oh, you put, emerge. like, a, a video. Yeah, yeah, like you have to have monitors. a video. Yeah. yeah okay. Have you ever seen the movie Panic Room with right. Case 2? No, I have, yeah. Yeah, you have to have a whole video system. You have to have your insulin in there if you're diabetic, like mm. she was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have to have everything. You should probably have, like, a coat or a sweater in there. Yeah. 
you know. Like a sleeping bag, a change of clothes. Yeah, a toilet. A toilet. Like a camping toilet. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. actually install like a legit plumbing toilet. So in just there. a house within a house. <laughs> <laughs> like a studio apartment within the house. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Well, so I let's get to the bad part. I don't want to. Do you want, want me to. to do it? I'll do it. Okay, yeah, you okay. can do it. I can't. This is like a month, literally almost exactly a month after he killed within the drive by Ambrose Griffin. Okay, January 23rd, 1978. The stack pyre. <laughs> okay. Richard Chase broke into Teresa Wallen's house. And he shot her three times, almost immediately. He killed her very quickly. And that's the best part. Because what he does next is so fucking awful. Yeah. We're not going to get into it. Um, because we don't want to be, like, super gory. But he ends up, basically, once she's dead, he cuts off a ni- one of her nipples. He disembowels her on her own bed. And he stabs her organs so much that her, like, abdomen cavity fills up with blood so he could scoop it out and drink it. Bitch. Why? It's gross. And then he also, like, buckets some of her blood, and then he takes it home with him. Also, they would find that he molested her body with his floppy D, which is, like, honestly upsetting because it's, like, it doesn't even work. Why are you, like, mushing it into her corpse? But maybe it did. Oh, at that moment. At that moment. Oh, fair. I don't know. That's true. This is where, okay, there's one more awful detail. I'm just going to say it very quickly. But this is where, like, up until now, I I can kind of, like, sympathize with him in a way where it's, like, he has these fucked up demons inside of him. And they're, like, you need to drink blood. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, always been a story since he was, like, very young. And, like, everything he's done that's bad has been to serve this purpose, which is to, like, fill up his blood. He needs more blood. He needs more blood. Yeah. He thinks he's going to die. He needs more blood. Like, I get it. He thinks he'll never get an erection again. Yeah. He needs more blood. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, can't get one, period. Mm-hmm. And so if he gets more blood, he'll have one. All of this is, like, a a driving narrative. I understand. This is where things go off the rails and I lose any, like, I have barely any sympathy for him. Don't get me wrong. But, like, this is where I f- completely lose it and I'm like, what a piece of shit. Because he literally goes out to the front yard, picks up some dog shit, and puts it in this woman's poor dead mouth. Why? I don't know. That's where I'm like, okay, this guy's disgusting. Um, And it has nothing to do with the blood, and this is where I'm like, okay, he just, like, fucking veered. He veered into, like, oh, I'm just a serial killer. It's not even like, oh, I have mental issues. It's like, "Mm, I'm just a serial killer at this point. It's just chaotic. Like he yeah. is the he is the definition of a of a chaotic, unorganized killer. Like yeah. he none of it makes any sense. It's I mean, there are patterns, but it's not anything that makes the the things he does like within the the scope of yeah. the, the victim, like none of it makes any sense and it doesn't like why did he stab her that many times? Like, why did he, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's to get the blood out because all your organs have so much blood in them. Yeah, but it's just like, none, all these people are random. Like, yeah. it was just whoever had their, whoever's door was unlocked. And it was like, did he, like, what was the, there was yeah. no, there was no, 
plan. Rhyme or reason. Well, and this is where I'm like, okay, yeah, he was, he wasn't like a super methodical serial killer where he would like take the time to kill his victims. It wasn't about that. No. He just would kill them and then use their body for their blood. But also like he, it wasn't like a clean, yeah, like what you're saying, it was very chaotic. It wasn't like a clean way of mm-hmm. like gathering the blood or like mm-hmm. he didn't harvest their organs and take them all. Like it was just like very messy and like, we're not giving a ton of details. I don't want this to be like awful. Yeah. Um. On January 27th, so that's four days later, mm-hmm. he committed his final murders. Cause, Wait, one more thing about the. I know, I don't want to say that, but we can say it. No, yeah. It's, okay. The woman that he killed, Um. what was her name? Uh. Teresa Wallen. Yeah. She was pregnant. Yeah. Very, very early. Like six weeks or yeah. something. But she would have, she probably would have known she was pregnant. And her husband found her, which is awful. Awful, awful, awful. Okay. Well, we said it. Yeah. Okay. So four days later, he committed what would be his final murders when he broke into the home of Evelyn Maroth. So we're not going to go through the specifics again because he basically did the exact same thing to... Evelyn that he did to the previous woman, Teresa, mm-hmm. Therese, Teresa. He like walked in. He shot her and then and did all the same things to her body. Yeah. Like we don't need to repeat it. No. Um, and so, uh, but what's more fucked up is that there was more than one person home and he also killed everyone else. So he ran into her friend who had stopped by, Danny Meredith. And he shot him. And then he also found Evelyn's six-year-old son and 22-month-old nephew, and he killed them as well. It was bad. But at some point, he was interrupted because um, a neighbor kid knocked on the door, and it scared him. And he fled the scene shortly after with, again, a bucket of blood from Evelyn uh, and the body of the nephew. The baby. That he had killed. Yeah. yeah. 22 the, months old. Oh, my God. A baby. He, like, yeah. He could that's, carry the baby out. That's only a couple months older than Jack. Oh, my God. That's, Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's almost two years old. Yeah. Um, and then Danny's car. He, like, took the keys from the guy and, and um, from the guy's body and they left. So, obviously, it's, like, so upsetting. The one – this isn't even silver lining, but, like, the one thing that ended up being, like, I guess a positive of it um, was that it did give the police a lot to work with because literally both the crime scenes of these women were so – Similar. Similar. Mm -hmm. There were so many patterns and there were so similarities. They showed – both crime scenes showed matching um, uh, shoe prints Mm. because he wore the same shoes at at both crime scenes and he stepped in on the blood because there was a ton of blood because he was like bathing in it and like putting it on his face and drinking it and putting it in the bucket. And then also the bucket prints were the same. He had like brought the same bucket to both crime scenes. And then also, um, like, the things he did and where he stabbed the woman, women and where he didn't stab the women mm. was the same. Interesting. So, like, there were a lot of things that they could say, oh, this is, you know, very similar. Um, we can tie these scenes together, essentially. Yeah, because it was so fucking heinous. Like, it was shocking. So, like, oh, my God. Like, just disgusting. Like, it, you could tell that this was not a thing of, like, where – it was like a, a a crime of passion from somebody who knew these women. Like 
No, because people would not get like fucking murder town on those bodies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's like, oh, I caught them cheating or whatever. Those crimes are like you do it and then you immediately regret it. This guy was like, oh, and now I got to like fuck this body up so I can get more blood and I'm going to drink it. And yeah. I'm going to like luxuriate in it and I'm going to do a face mask like, with it. He was killing these people for a purpose. To yeah. To get the blood from them basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, it was... And and just the way he did it was just so heinous and but also so random yeah. that like people were like freak the fuck out and the police were like okay we have all this information now that we have like we have this murder and we have this murder these are two these are related they have to be yeah there's no fucking way they can't be um but people were freaked the fuck out oh my god I would be I mean the fact that. So the baby was missing. Like, they knew that there had been a baby there. Yeah. Um, But they assumed the baby was dead because there was, like, blood in the crib. And it was, yeah. like, so heinous. Like, every – like, a six-year-old kid was shot without yeah. any kind of – you know. It, and, and it wasn't, like – you know, you can – you watch movies and it's, like, hitmen, like – kill like wipe out an entire family yeah well this was not that because of the way like there was no you know people weren't just like shot in the head and left it was like this woman was so yeah completely defiled that it was obviously something very deranged um whereas like a hitman is just like yeah this is a professional job it's only because you saw yeah it's like because there can't be any witnesses it's not yeah yeah but like that would be the only reason why like a six-year-old kid would be shot in the head you know what i mean like well and i I think they found evidence that he like fucked with maybe the baby like there was like brain matter or something In the yeah, bathtub. In, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. I don't want to talk about it. No, no, It's no. not good. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. it. I hate it. Um, But he, but the. But he took the baby's he, body with he him. He took the baby's body yeah. with him. And so there was like a huge uh, search underway for yeah. this, this baby. Everybody was freaked out. Like. Yeah. And I mean, the police were like, this baby's not alive anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, but. It was so heinous that people were freaking the fuck out and everybody was kind of like, who could, who could be doing this? There, there, yeah. There's a literal monster on the loose. Yeah. The police were like, have you seen anyone suspicious? And there was actually really good police work done. I know in a lot of these cases we, I don't know kind of like rag on police because there's like mm-hmm. the fucking hot dog squads out in full effect and they're just like <laughs> these motherfuckers but like they these were these ones were good these ones were good they and they were a lot of rookies yeah they were like some like I think some of the guys had like done FBI profiling classes like they'd taken mm-hmm. classes to figure out like or to like learn how to mentally profile like the the profile yeah of psychologically Psycho- profile I can't talk yeah psychological again. profiling which is which going back to um, Mind Hunter, mm-hmm. this is just becoming a thing with yeah. the FBI. Yeah. Um, and so 
they were like, yeah, we need to come up with a profile of this person. Okay, what do we know from them? And yeah, this like, is all very cutting edge. Yeah. Like, nobody had really done this before. Yeah. And trying they're like, to find a killer. Oh, it's like a white male. It's, you know, someone who ha- probably has some sort of personality or, like, you know, a mental disorder. It's so- someone who is you know, maybe, like, sexually frustrated Mm -hmm. at all. They, like, started laying out all these things that were true of Richard Chase. Yeah. Um, Because they put the work in and they could, like, see what was going on. I mean, they narrowed it down pretty much to a T with him. He's he's been, like, a McDonald fucking... Triad, yeah. Triad, yeah, Powerball winner. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He did, yeah, like, it's all the things... Um, and they weren't able to find him in the system. Like they weren't, there weren't great fingerprints. There weren't, and even if there were fingerprints that they were finding, he wasn't in the system because for whatever reason, I mean, he hadn't technically committed a crime before. So there was, right before he broke into the first woman's home, he had stopped at a convenience store. Oh, P.S. He had, like, broken into some other people's homes but, like, gotten caught in the midst of it and didn't yeah. end up killing anyone and, like, technically got away with it. Like, no one could pinpoint him. Um, so he had, like, right before he started killing people, like, he had been doing, like, fucked up ranchero shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and... Uh, short- yeah, he like broke into somebody's yeah. house. They caught him, and they like chased him around. Like the a house. couple caught him. Yeah, yeah, like he broke into another person's home, home, and like a woman was there, and she like freaked out on him, and like he left. Like he got <sighs> he got spooked a couple of times, and also slash caught, and like couldn't carry out what was gonna happen. I wonder, did he have his gun at the time? Maybe that's why oh, he I'm got not the sure. gun. Oh, I'm not sure. That's huh. a good question. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But he was, like, definitely, like, ramping up. Yeah. Um. So sh- shortly before he tried breaking into that woman's home where, like, or he tried to break into that woman's home where he, like, made eye contact and left. Uh-huh. He stopped at a convenience store or, like, a little market, like, a little town market, and he ran into someone he knew from high school, a woman. And the only so, – so she remembered this. Uh, very vividly because she was like super on edge when she ran into him because he was very dirty, mm-hmm. smelly. He looked gaunt. He mm-hmm. was like very thin and just like sickly looking probably because he's like fucking eating blood. Ugh. You know what I mean? Um, but also he had like very terrible social skills because he walked up to her and he was like, oh, hey, like – Denise, what I don't know what her name was, but like Denise, what's up? Remember me, Richard from high school? And she was like, "Oh hey, yeah, like what's up? How are you?" And he's like, "Good." Um, remember that boyfriend you had in high school that died on a motorcycle? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! And she was like, "What?" <laughs> like something to that effect, yeah. you know? He's like, "Oh, like were you with him that night or whatever?" And she's like, "No." And he's like, oh, "Okay, okay." huh, well, what are you doing right now, you know? And, like, she's like, what? I'm leaving. And she, like, gets in her car. He, like, was trying to get a ride from her. Yeah, he tried. He's like, can I get, hey, can I, like, get a ride to this, like, party or whatever? And she's like, no. And he tried, he, like, literally reached over and tried to open the passenger side door, but she had locked it. And she, like. And she just fucking peeled out. She's like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going up to her hometown this weekend, and I just, like, I. Oh, you're going to see one. Someone's going to try and get in your car be like. This is going to be the moment where they're like, cute baby. And they touch your baby. And you're like, excuse me. Like, don't touch my baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
He'll bite your fucking finger off and eat it. Your baby? And drink your blood. Oh, good. No. <laughs> Tell them that. But, you know, it's just like I can I can envision this entire yeah. scenario and it is so and fucking s- creepy and so scary. And they smell like, like period farts because there's like blood. <laughs> period farts smell like burning because it's like blood and then a fart. But it's like a gross fart. Because your asshole hair is yeah, like your ass is coming out. But also you're bleeding out of your cooter and it like oh. the smell rubs on there and it's like <laughs> it like is an angel's whisper. <laughs> it's a devil's whisper. <laughs> Wait, who was the devil angel? Lucifer. Lucifer. A Lucifer fart. Yeah. A Lucifer. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Uh, Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer. Uh, oh my god. Okay, where were we? Oh yeah, you're yeah. going up there this weekend. Uh, who cares? Just avoid anyone you knew in high school. I know. Okay, so she was like fully on edge, and she was like, ugh. And it like made an impact, because it sent probably chicken skin up her back. And she was like, oh my god, I hate this. So then, P.S., her father-in-law is a cop and is, like, yeah. at dinner one Sunday night and they're, like, doing family shit. And he's, like, oh, man, like, there's this guy. He's disgusting. But we've created a psychological profile of him. And he's this evil dude. We think this, that, and the other. Man, I hope we find this guy. And she's, like. Wait a second. You know, that's weird. Oh, because P.S. Neighbors had been, like, oh, I've seen, like, a scraggly-ass hippie-looking dude who's, like, super gaunt and pale and looks malnourished because he just drinks blood. <laughs> and he's been wearing an orange jacket with, like, doo-doo on it. And then she's, like, oh, an orange jacket. A psychological profile of, like, a skinny white guy. And he looks fucked up. Oh, my – and he smells. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not doo-doo. It's blood. <laughs> doo-doo. It's blood. <laughs> doo-doo. This is blood, baby. <laughs> You know? And then it's like, and then she's like, oh my God, that is Richard Chase. I went to high school with him. I saw him one day. He was wearing an orange coat. It was covered in brown stains, which is what blood looks like when it's dry. Yeah. That's this guy. And they're like, oh my God. So they go to his apartment. They arrest him. And his apartment is a fucking horror show, first of all. Um, it is one big period stain. It's blood. It's-, it's like that scene from It where she's in the bathroom and the whole, there's just blood everywhere. Oh my God. It's like that scene from The Shining where the elevator doors yeah. don't even open yet and there's already blood coming through and then they open and it's yeah. like a fucking wave of blood. Only he's drank half of it and the other half has absorbed into the walls, the yeah. carpet, the fucking linoleum, the grout. Oh. It's He has a sleeping bag in the living room. It's wet with blood. Yuck. It is... Jesus So Christ. disgusting. There's a blend. Ugh. I can't. Yeah, we're not going to. Okay, anyway, there's bloody everything everywhere. He's been ba- making blood protein smoothies. Blood margaritas. <laughs> blood aritas. Bloody Rita's. Bloody Rita's. He's been making fucking. Bloody Mary's. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, he's been making Bloody Mary's. It's bad. Anyway, they're like, he's our guy. Go to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. You're fucking in jail. Also, he weighs like 90 pounds because the only thing he's been eating is like bloody remains of animals and humans now because he finally figured out how to kill people. Why am I? I'm playing with Velcro and I'm sorry if it sounds creepy. I just threw it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they find evidence connecting him to all the fucking, to the murders. That he just committed. He did it. He did everything. And he confessed to it later. And he confessed to it. He, like, he verified where he put the baby's body. Oh. 
like he he explained like how he stabbed these women. Oh my god, he had parts in his fridge, like, like animal ugh. parts mostly, but he also human parts. And all the cops that worked on this case had to have major therapy afterwards. I need therapy after this. Dude, man, I didn't I'm telling like you. It. It's rough. Was he did he have the death penalty? So he was when he the cops figured out who Yeah. He, yeah, they they arrest him. He goes to jail. He is immediately put on death row. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so he's he's on death row um for a few years and his fellow inmates are like holy fucking shit. They find out what he's done. They find out he killed a baby and, they kill and a child. No. Oh. And they um I mean, they they abused him. They definitely, oh. like, you know, threw piss on him all the time. Any chance they could get, they would tell him to kill himself. Oh. Um, so he eventually – so he was, like, in the in the psych part of the yeah, jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was getting um, antidepressants, and he saved up a ton oh. of antidepressants and overdosed on them and killed oh, himself. Okay. But he was on death row. He was supposed to be put to death. He was, like, I guess, like, supposed to be put to death by the gas chamber which mm. is fucking gnarly but i his fellow inmates were like you should just kill yourself oh like you're going to die anyway like yeah. and so he did he he overdosed and that was that oh my god so i think he was in san quentin i think uh yeah i can't imagine though like there is a part of me that's like very sad because like what if at some point he was medicated to a a good point and then realize like what he did you know I think, what i mean i think that is kind of what happened which makes me sad because it's like if he wasn't in control you know i don't know man. i don't know i, I mean know. it's still fucked up but it's like i don't know it's so this kind of stuff is so he wild baby. but then it's like it's like who that is a serial killer doesn't have mental issues you know what i mean like clearly in order to kill a human not under combat, which is like a different, you know, like or in your own self defense, or in yeah. self defense, like or like with a reason, like because you have to. Who that is a killer doesn't have issues, you know what I mean? I know it's like they all have issues, I otherwise, know. they wouldn't be killing fucking people, you know. So it's a wild time, and this was very sad and gross. I hated this. I hated this. Why did we do this? <laughs> I don't know, honestly, because I messed up. I got the wrong topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do that next week. It'll be hopefully light, more lighthearted. Oh, it's going to be heavily edited. <laughs> no, it's, so, fine. it's fine. I'm slurring at this point. Yep. I can barely talk. But I have so much wine. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> hope you still like the podcast after this. <laughs> DTFU podcast everywhere. Dude, this was fucked up you oh know what i mean God. dude 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 this was fucked up we're drunk time to go to the bar and get french fries all, all right, right. <laughs> thank you so much for listening uh have a good day yeah you know what be excellent to yourself and each other bye <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah. i hate myself we'll cut it all out bye bye